Guys, welcome to the final hour podcast, you know, because we're always late, as always. <laughs> Last minute stuff, always. Um, hi guys, I'm Zerges, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Skurris. And today we're going to kind of go over some stuff for gaming, just, you know, little little podcast, little, little song song, you know, just have some fun. Um, obviously, you guys are probably wondering, like, why we started this podcast. Um, literally... It's because we had nothing to do. Literally, bro. <laughs> like, I think we just woke up and we were like, yo, you want to do a podcast? And we just, we just, yeah, we just kind of got up and started it. So, you know, um, realistically, like, I think, like, I got into gaming for me. Um, I got into gaming because I was really just kind of doing my own thing and it kind of helped me cope with just life and doing my own stuff um my favorite kind of genre and style of gaming is like third person shooters and indie games roguelikes um i just kind of do i kind of play everything realistically like except for sports games but i do play them from time to time but just not as much mostly when i play with friends that's really what it is but yeah um see i uh i'm scarce like i said right there but um I don't know, I kind of got into it. I've always been... I'm a, I'm a gamer at heart. I'm just going to keep it right there. You're by trait. By trait, yeah. <laughs> but, um... I don't know, I don't, I don't have, like... Like, a why I started thing. It's just, like, I just remember my earliest instinct was, uh... You know, being back in, like, 2000. And I was sitting in the living room with my cousins and everything. And they're, uh... They're playing, uh... Nintendo 64. They're playing, uh... WWF No Mercy. Which that was that was my introduction in the games was WWF No Mercy and that was like the greatest thing ever. I was definitely Mario Kart sixty four. <laughs> Mario Kart sixty four was there too, but you know I wasn't even a wrestling fan then. Like I, I just walked in and they were playing WWF No Mercy and I was like I want to play. Like, and then like like it was four years after that that I actually got into wrestling. It's like watching Punch Out. Like watching people play Punch Out. Yeah. That's that's actually crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, so that was my earliest instinct in, uh, in, into gaming, you know, it's, it, that's just like the why I started, I saw that on uh, Nintendo 64 and wanted to play, and uh, I, I don't know, like that's, that was the start, and I kind of just morphed into, you know, being a big multiplayer player, and you know, I, I used to be really big on the solo titles, like the single player games and everything, Last of Us, Cyberpunk, all that type of stuff. But you know, I'm more of a I'm more of a multiplayer player. Yeah, I I think I'm I think I sit right in that same boat. I think that's what like that's kind of how we built our friendship off of that was pretty much. I mean, <laughs> just playing well, about our first instance meeting each other, we were playing Halo Reach, Reach yeah. and I got into a lobby with you and uh, our good buddy Mikey, and yeah. uh, I remember that we clapped you guys. So yeah, I <laughs> barely. Barely. <laughs> come on, come on. You know, you know it was a lopsided matchup, and you're like, "Whoa, who's this?" Uh, actually, at that time, I was who? I was uh, BLK Exide. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So That's I was crazy. going by BLK Exide at that time, and he was like, "Yo, who is this kid?" Turns out we actually went to school together. <laughs> that was actually wild. Um, yeah. Um, That's actually crazy to think about. That was. Jesus, that was what? Eleven years ago? Ten years ago now? Jesus, has it been that long? I think it's been. Holy crap. <laughs> it's actually been that long. I had to get it the long. Um I guess, you know, obviously we we you know we gotta stay on topic a little bit. Um how do you feel about the games coming out this month for January? Games coming out this month? Yeah, yeah. The coming games this month. I was looking a little bit and uh I think the only game that I'm really like pumped for 
would be Hitman. Okay. Hitman, I... which is like, I don't know, I've been playing Hitman since, uh, didn't they have a PS2 release on it? I didn't do it. was like it. one of the first Hitmans that came out. I have to check. If it wasn't there and it was on the Xbox 360, but I, I've always loved the Hitman games. I've always loved the movies. They're just, I feel like it's a much different take on games. I mean, how many games have you go out there and you just like, they throw you into a map and your sole purpose is to just kill somebody. But like, you have to go around and worry about the people that are around there. You have to worry about armed security. You have to worry about cameras, all that type of stuff. Like, how many games come out that are like that? Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> I mean, besides Diablo, but besides Diablo, but Diablo <laughs> is a different take yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, Diablo is something different, obviously. Um, I think I'm, I'm really hyped to kind of play. I'm hyped to play Medium. Medium, I'm really, really excited to play. Um, just cause, you know, it's that game. You know, <laughs> no, it, it just you know, off. You already know, I'm, I'm huge in the horror genre. I'm huge in like psychological thrillers for especially those kind of games. And so to see that kind of style, like implemented in like a more story based, similar to have like Amnesia Reaper kind of did recently. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm with the action. I, I think I'm really interested to see how that game plays out. Um, I know the Yakuza series is coming out in January. I'm not too excited, but I'm not a big Yakuza fan, but I know there's a lot of people who are, so. Yeah, I wasn't big on the Yakuza. Uh, Yakuza, is it Yakuza? Yeah. Yakuza, Yakuza, I mean, it's each their own, I guess. Yeah. I mean... It reminds me of Tekken. <laughs> you get Tekken? Tekken. I'm pretty excited for Medium also, just because it's, uh, I mean, it's, you know, the studio behind Layers of Fear. Uh, yeah. I mean, Layers of Fear, you saw what happened when I first streamed that game. Yo. I mean, that game, like, you, you were telling me to play it. Yeah. And I played it, and then I got to a certain point where I literally just could not continue. <laughs> that, game, that game is amazing, but it really does, it, it tests your willpower, especially if you're not used to that kind of style of game. Like, it just, it tests your willpower. I'll definitely agree. And I'm excited for this, because, like, if it's from the studio layers of fear, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. And what does it say? It's I, it's a Silent Hill-inspired psychological horror? Anybody knows about Silent Hill, like, that's... Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's the generation right there. I, I mean, we're going to see how it goes. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against it. I definitely want to see how that kind of goes. Um, but we got some, we got some, we got some, we got some news for y'all. Got some news for y'all. What do we got going for him? Yeah. So what do we got going for Obviously, y'all, y'all, if y'all didn't, if y'all are living on a rock, then you must not have known. But if you haven't been living on a rock, then obviously you saw the announcement that we got a Lucasfilms Game Studio stuff happening, bro. Like, EA, from what we're, what I'm gathering, EA lost their, lost their, you know, their little rights to Star Wars, you know? So now we got, you know, Lucasfilms and a couple other people making some games. You know, we got an Indiana Jones game coming out from Lucasfilms. I, I think it's made by Bethesda, so uh, Lumosity. Uh, it's made by one of the dudes from Bethesda. One of the dudes from Bethesda? Um, okay, okay, okay. What was his name? Uh, Todd Howard. Oh, oh no, no, no. Uh, it, it's, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so it's not produced by Todd Howard, but it's like... Like Taha is like that that head face for Bethesda, so I see. So it's that little, you know, it's Bethesda. It's, it's it. a it's a machine games game. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have to. I, I can't wait for some more information on that. Kind of want to see how that goes. Um, yeah, all they dropped was a little teaser on uh, Bethesda's Twitter, and uh, if you haven't checked that out, because I don't know about you, but I'm excited for an Indiana Jones game. Oh, bro, like I I can't Indiana tell you how Jones game like. I can't even tell you how many, how many times I've rewatched the Indiana movies, so like, it, it's definitely something interesting. Alongside with that, we also got some crazy news that got announced that Ubisoft is making a open world Star Wars game. An open world Star Wars game? Yeah. Look, I, I, 
Don't mess it up. That's all I gotta say. Don't mess it up. <laughs> I, I, I can feel that. I 100% feel that. Like, I feel like having an open world Star Wars game, it's like, I like having an open world Star Wars game in my, in my mindset is like the same thing of just like, you are trying to make, we're, we're I, I'm tired of having 100 hour games, like in my opinion, like that's, I, yeah. I, I don't want to play 100 hour games. I'd rather play like anywhere between, I'm okay with like 24 hours. Because that means I can I can space them up throughout the week and I can play them over the time and then you know a couple weeks of playing that means I got I got enough out of my sixty dollars that's been for that game or seventy dollars whatever the price points are now um, you know I got enough time to play that game spend my time on it and just enjoy it so I feel like see but going like with that we're also two big Borderlands players yeah I, I, I mean we're we're <laughs> used to we're used to the grind of a story yeah but in Borderlands case they did it right. Right. They had you hooked. Like, Borderlands 3 was probably, in my opinion, the closest one that resembled, like, a lot of fluff into their story. Yeah, I can see, I can see that, definitely. Where, like, Borderlands 1 and 2, they were more structured, even all the side quests kind of, like, looped you into the main. Mm -hmm. But Borderlands 3 was a little bit longer, but it was still enjoyable. Everything was fun. Yeah, I, I I think I still prefer Borderlands too, but oh, back I love on, Borderlands too. <laughs> but back on topic, obviously, open world Ubisoft, you know, Star Wars game. Uh, I think they just got they gotta go they gotta go big or go home. Like they they're gonna I think they're gonna take their time with it. But Ubisoft is also lately, you know, you know these Assassin Creed games. You know they've been they've been. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Valhalla. Unpopular opinion: Assassin's Creed Two was the best one of all time. Jesus, guys, <laughs> Actually, I can't even say that with full confidence. I think it's uh. <laughs> Uh, what is it? The, uh, the, the sailor one. Black the pirate flag. one. Black flag, yeah. Black flag? You think I think black, black flag, flag was... Okay, I respect it. Okay. It, it was different. I mean, they're coming out with games that are like, oh, let's take you into... Ro uh, not Rome. Let's take you into, um... Uh, what is it? The, um... The one that just came out, Valhalla, the, the Viking Age. And then the one that came out before that was, um... Rome... Roman. Was it like Roman warriors and stuff I like that. Yeah, I can't say. I was gonna say Greek, but I know it's not Greek. I I don't think it's Greek. I like Assassin's it. Creed, they can do that, cause, you know, like you're just an assassin from like the Middle Age era. But now but you're... I mean, do we really want to see like, you be a uh, you be a Viking, or or you be like a Roman warrior? I feel like that just kind of takes away from Assassin's Creed from its core. And now they're just like, let's throw you into this time frame. Yeah, I, I agree. But like, you know, obviously that's, you know, that's Ubisoft specialty. That's what they've done alongside with obviously um, Immortals Phoenix Rise and that game that they came out. So seeing, seeing the studio with Star Wars rights and seeing like, obviously getting it taken away from EA and getting taken from Respawn, you know, uh, they're going to have to, they're going to have to do something crazy, you know, because obviously Jedi Fallen Order, you know, from Respawn, they, they, they killed it. You know, that game made, was amazing. They made an amazing game. And so now, but now, you know, Ubisoft has to go back and they look at this game and they got to go, how do we make this better? How do we beat this? And how do we make this open world Star Wars game? Like, what are they going to do with it? You know? And I think that kind of goes, you know, speaking of open world games coming out, um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Harry Potter just got a big delay. That was supposed to come out this year. Yeah. What, and, did the, what did they say on that? Like, I actually don't know much about the the Harry Potter game coming out. Okay, so I, you know, I've been kind of doing some digging around a little bit. Obviously, we're still waiting for some like big gameplay, like show. But like, um, from what we've gathered, it's supposed to be we're supposed to get sorted. We're supposed to be able to get sorted into our own houses, uh, and we're definitely going to be able to. They're kind of giving us that Pottermore kind of experience. But I'm hoping that it's like 
a full-on Pottermore experience. Like, I'm hoping that we get, like, sorting, you know, we get to go pick our wand, we get to kind of have our own Patronus, you know, kind of kind of get an idea of who we are and make our own selves, but also still kind of lead into the story and we kind of know what we're doing. Do it yeah. a lot quicker than Jedi Fallen Order did, where you waited till like, the last 10 minutes of the game to actually get your own lightsaber. Yeah. You build your own saber and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, I feel like, you know, I feel like if Harry Potter, I, obviously, it got delayed because they obviously want to take the time and make the game a little bit better, and I'm okay with that. Um, I just hope that, you know, like, we're talking about open world games. These are two big open world games, in my opinion, that need to take their time, make it as best as they can, and, and take the take a full advantage of the, the lore and the story driven from these two big franchises. They you know? can take a lot, of, a lot of tips and just a lot of keynotes from, uh, from Skyrim, which, I mean... It's probably one of the best open world games of all time. I mean that and uh, that and The Witcher. Yeah. I mean those are like two of the best open world games of all time. Just take it like those. Yeah. People, Get a good people, story. People will argue with you too about it. Like they'll argue and say it's not, but like it might not be like you know it might get annoying to see a Skyrim remaster like six seven times. I know I'm annoyed, but like yeah, I, I'm not gonna still. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna doubt what Skyrim's brought to the table and, and set aside a set a bar for something. Yeah. You know, and when you set a bar that high. You know, it it's kind of crazy. Like you set a bar to a point where people are kind of looking at it and going into that. You know, and you know that that's a huge thing. So having these delays, and then you know your game is such a big name, and yeah. having all these delays, you know, it's gonna it's gonna hurt them a little bit. But I think that us as Harry Potter fans, or people who are Harry Potter fans, because I know you, you're not. I'm not a big Harry yeah. Potter fan, but <laughs> like I, I agree with you on the Star Wars end of it. Like a Star Wars open world game. I'm all in for that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, Jedi Fallen Order was the first game since Red Dead Redemption 2 that I played the entire story for. And I was stoked the entire way. So that was a good year and a half gap between the two games. Jedi Fallen Order was the first game in a year and a half that I was stoked for and played the entire <laughs> campaign. I sat there inside my room when I was open in free time. And was just playing that game. I didn't that. play anything else. Didn't touch any any uh, Rainbow Six Sieges. Didn't touch Apex, Fortnite, any of that stuff. You just I was just on Fallen Order. Yeah, see that game. That game hit. That game hits. You know. And so I mean, if any of these guys are listening, you know, do it right. I'm a Star Wars fan. <laughs> all right, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Big Star Wars fan. Big Star Wars fan. Okay. All right. But um, take a yeah. water. Harry Potter. Not Harry Potter. Um, Star Wars. No, not Star Wars. Uh. Indiana Jones. Okay. That uh, that would be interesting. Like I feel like, I feel like they're limited with a with an Indiana Jones game. I feel like it has to be a game. I'm not saying like Gears of War, but you know how Gears of War is very one path linear. Yeah, it's it's one path through the entire thing. You can't go left. You can't go right. You're going one way. Uh huh. The I feel like okay. I feel like if they did kind of like how they did with Gears Five. Story wise, like give you those options to those options to go to the open kind of, world, kind of split out, but still kind of keep you on the same path because obviously, like Indiana Jones has a certain story of what they need to do and what and the objective, right? Yeah, so if you kind of keep that aspect and then keep like how Gears of War 5 kind of does their thing right now and how other games have done it as well, I think it could be a decent game. But I also think it depends on what kind of game you're looking for in Indiana Jones, yeah. Well. You know, are you looking for that kind of style of Indiana Jones game or are you looking for this, you know, semi open world, you know, kind of can do some looting around doing your still thing but kind of like uh path. still stay on the beating path yeah kind of like close example the far cry series yeah exactly. how like there's a main quest to follow 
but you can also go explore caves and do all that stuff yeah, to, it's a semi to move it's on. It's open world, but it's semi-open world. Yeah. So it's very still kind of like you're kind of doing your own thing and kind of still going as far as you want to. I guess um, what I was saying with the Gears of War thing, though, is like, like when you're in the main missions or the main quest or whatever it is, there's one path to go to. Because I mean, anybody that's familiar with Indiana Jones, like, he's usually in caves. He's usually got one way that he's trying to go, like... <laughs> yeah, like, if you don't know that, I mean, I guess you need to go brush up, you know, up on your history about Indiana Jones? I don't know. Maybe. The big question with that, do you think they would try to make, like, a CGI Harrison Ford? I, or do you think they would make their own type of person? I mean, bro, Indiana give Jones... Me, give me Harrison Ford, bro. <laughs> give, me, give me CGI Harrison Ford. I'll CGI take it. Harrison Ford. I'll take it. I'll take it. Just, just take the model. I mean, they took over the rights of Star Wars, yeah. so just like take the model of Battlefront, Battlefront Two, um, Han Solo. Just take that model and just throw a little hat on him. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how much how much in trouble you would get for it, but I'm with it. I mean, would it really be copyrights though if they have the rights now? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're right. <laughs> you might be right. But, uh, taking a step away from the games coming out, I mean, those are three solid games that are potential. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for not so much the Harry Potter one. I know there's a lot of people that would be. But right. I'm all for a, um, Indiana Jones and a Star Wars game. Yeah. Those, those seems like fun. And all three of those games I'm excited for. So I, I definitely can't wait to see some more on those and get some more information on it so I can bring as much information on those games as I can. Um, now, now tell me, with those games... What console do you think they're gonna be on? Uh, I think they're gonna be on. I think they're gonna be on all three platforms. I hope they're all on all three. It. You know, there's a fourth one now, right? No, 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 no. You know, there's a fourth oh, one now, right? No, please. You know, there's a fourth one. Now, I don't right? consider it a, 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 a. DJ, how many times? How many times? Are you going to be able to sit there and play games, but at the same time? Preheat some chicken. I hate you. All right, like, we really all this conversation about this KFC console, this yes. console. Bro, yes. first, first off, first off, curious. First off, I want to tell you this. Why, why would you want that? Why would you? I, so I, you I can play the latest games in a stunning 4K and 240 frames per second while getting while getting chicken grease on my disc. Who uses disc anymore? All right, everything's digital. Okay. <laughs> Okay, my motherboard you're, gets you're, gets chicken grease. You're on showing it. your age there, good buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No, but seriously, the KFC console. What do you think about that? I I don't believe it's real. I think I think that what they're doing is a joke, and I think it's like promotion. And I'm okay with promotion. I've never, you know, good, every all publicity is good publicity, right? But you know, Core i9 ninth generation. Come on, cooler master NC100 chassis. Well, what else do they got here? What else do they got here? Uh, buttery smooth. You know, KFC buttery biscuits? Oh, buttery smooth. Yeah, there you, know, you go. You know what also KFC biscuits are known for? Being dry. Yeah, you do need some. Not, <laughs> not as bad as Popeyes. <laughs> you, you do need yourself some water or something to go with that. I'm not even going to lie. Speaking of that water, you know. Speaking of that water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's It's interesting. I don't think it's gonna hit. I, you know, we, we have this joke going on in the Tarkov community that, uh, you know, when uh, there's there's like a, anybody familiar with Tarkov, you go through the loading screen when you're waiting for a raid, and once everything's loaded, you can't back out anymore. But you have this 
just waiting for players that can go on from like one minute to like 10 minutes. I've never waited 10 minutes. I've closed my game before that ever happened. <laughs> but we always have this joke just like, all right, who's got the KFC console? Because, right. I mean, we, we know nothing about it. I mean, we have like, I, I couldn't even find the specs on it. Yeah, that's anything even, that I found we're looking at right here and it's just like little yeah, scoops like this. Yeah, it's not even like full on specs. And honestly in my personal opinion, like I don't even think it's a console. I think it's a PC. It's basically a PC, but it's giving us a name of console because that's probably what they're, you know, trying to, you know, present, obviously. But I, Well, I mean if you look at the shape of it, it's no uh it's just a cylinder Xbox Series X because that's a shoebox in its own. Yeah, <laughs> bro. My mini fridge, leave it alone. <laughs> How are you liking that, by the way? Oh, I'm, I'm loving my Series X, bro. I I won't even lie to you. As a I, I really want to get my PC. Like that's my big thing is I want to get my PC so I can you know get get on like being able to play all of the games I want to play. Especially like being a big indie game player. Uh, a lot of indie games, a lot of subpar titles that people like like to say. You know, um, you don't get to play them on consoles unless they're part of the indie game like format or whatever they are. So like, uh, I really want to get a PC so I can play them. But having my Series X. Uh, especially with me being like an ex competitor, like ex competitor, um, having my setup I have for you know with my my monitor, my you know my my, my setup like my Astros and everything like that, like playing on Series X with 120 frames, you know that 140 hertz, you know, and just game running so buttery smooth. Like I I haven't seen any dips. I've I've been enjoying all of my games. Um, I'm currently playing. Um, a lot of Cold War, actually. I've actually actually been playing a lot of Cold War. See, I refuse to step into Cold War. I know you do. I've I been just... playing a lot of Cold War recently. I'm not even a big COD fan, but I, I really, I was, I've been playing a lot of Cold War lately on it and the ray tracing, the 4K, like, settings on it. Like, you can see the difference. Especially since that I'm noticeable really... from the X to the Series Oh, X, definitely big noticeable Which is another just mind, mind F in its own. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> wait, what did we say the other day? What's the difference between the uh, Xbox One X and the Xbox Series X? The one. <laughs> the, the middle letter. <laughs> the one. Literally, one. Right? It's a one letter, one thing, one spot. Like, it's literally that. I'm saying, like, imagine a mom going to GameStop and being like, oh, what's the new Xbox? <laughs> you just play her, bro. You just play her. Like, it's crazy. No, like, I actually... I actually, uh, around Christmas time and everything, when I was going out doing all my holiday shopping, uh, I was at Target because I was picking up a, um, a Nintendo Switch game. Right. And there was this lady What'd there. Oh, uh, I ended up getting, uh, there I got, um, what did I get? The Lego Incredibles. Oh, great. And I got, um, Legend of Zelda, I think it's Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is great. I think Breath of the Wild. If you haven't played Breath of the Wild, it's an amazing game. It's worth it. I might actually step into it. You know, I got it for my fiance, so uh, you know she's she's got the switch, and it gives her stuff to do. It gets I'm her off it. Fortnite, and Animal Crossing, all that stuff. As soon as we're done today, we're going home and playing Hades. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. Uh, I got a I got a nice little stream going on today. So there you go, there you go. But um, yeah. So I was at Target and I was getting those games, and I was waiting for the dude to uh, come over and help me, but he was in a conversation with this lady, and uh, she was asking him like. She was asking him about the Xbox Series X, but she was getting confused with the Xbox One X. Uh, and the dude that was working there, and this is where I could tell that he had to have been new, or he's not in a department he's very familiar with. Right. I mean, he could be familiar with DVDs and TVs and all that stuff, but he probably wasn't familiar with games That's or fair. gaming consoles. Or he just kind of like just wasn't too sure of everything. Or he just didn't want to help her on it. I that too. But like, yeah, she was Open asking questions about it, right? I hate retail. <laughs> but she was asking him questions about like uh 
Like, what's the difference in the games? Can, like, she, the biggest question that she popped up was the backwards compatibility. Right. And he could not answer that for the life of him. He was thinking of the Xbox One X, where right now on old gen, we have select games that are backwards compatible. Right. Where, and you have to tell me if I'm wrong here, if you've experienced it or if you've tried it, how backwards compatible is the Series X? So the Series X, um, for backwards compatibility, everything that's from the One X is on that console. Um, the only the only negative thing I can definitely say from the Series X point of view is that if you don't have enough space on your internal, or if you don't have the the storage card, the expansion card that they have, um, you cannot play your like Series X games basically right because right. those have all your updated settings and all your new things but if you have an external hard drive or anything like that you can literally play the entire the entire catalog from the one x and um, the 360 and the and the ones that are all like all the backlog all the back uh backwards compatible games from the one x generation up to right now you can play it's not like there's no backwards compatibility. Like no. it's there. Everything is there. You can you can take a one X you can take a one X disc, I can put my Dragon Ball Z Fighters disc into my Series X console and I can play it. Run this move. So the real question here is, can you throw in the Xbox original black? No. I can't throw that disc in. You can't throw that disc in. I can't in, throw that disc in. But can you but I can well, I mean play. it is it it's, is already backwards compatible yes. for Xbox One X, huh? Yes, you can download it and play it. If what you isn't it. backwards compatible? Like, okay. Uh Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, um that what is it, like under no, not underground, it's uh Pro Skater? Not Pro Skater. It's it's for the Xbox original. It's like uh Wasteland or something like that. Oh, Tony Hawk's no. Wasteland? Yeah, you couldn't even play that. But I know that I, obviously, you probably ended it. They dropped a new, they dropped a new Tony Hawk game or a remaster. Yeah, I'm not too. I wasn't too excited about that. It's just like I feel this is a personal opinion. Right. That skating games and skating. It's not very 2020s. I feel like I'm. I'm. I. I probably prefer more arcade skate games than like like we're like everyone's super excited for Skate Three, but I'm I'm really not excited for Skate Three. Like I'm not. I've never been a skate person. I've but. never been a skate person either. But like I don't think that skating games in general are like. I mean, I I don't doubt that the skating community is still big. No, they I are. mean, you go to uh, they are. I'm you go to Venice and that that skating rink out there is still full. Oh, hundred percent. You go over to the park down here in our uh, in our town. It's still full. Yep. So I don't doubt that the skating community is still around, but it's not as what, vibrant. Is that the word I'm looking for? It's not as is known. It's not as out there as it used to be in like the early 2000s, 1990s, early 2000s. That's true. Because that was the big era for it. PS2, yeah, like every other like year, it seemed like a Tony Hawk game was coming out. Oh, 100%. Tony Hawk was also in his prime then. He was also the most popular skater in the world. Yep. But like, I don't think in 2020... The reason why I wasn't too excited about it is because, like, I, don't, I just don't think 2020 is a place for skating games, you know? Yeah. Um, then again, that's coming from a dude that's played MX Unleashed and, like, every MX Wednesday TV <laughs> game that there is. That's fair. That's Talking fair. about a community that's falling off. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but um, back to back to your your Series X thing. Biggest question going on that I have to ask you. How has Cyberpunk ran for you? Oh, okay. Because oh. coming from a PC perspective, everything that we've heard in the last month or so from it, which we'll get to that in a second, everything that we've heard 
from a PC's perspective, I haven't, I haven't experienced. Okay. I've experienced early game glitches where like there's this thing where you go into your uh, your hacking system, mm. and it glitches you into it to where everything stays slow mode. Right. That's the only thing I've ever experienced. Okay. So, so how does it run? Um. Okay. So from both perspectives, because I actually got to play it. I, I I was fortunate enough to to run into getting my Series X at, at a weird time because I got I got it right after Cyberpunk came out. So like I got to play Cyberpunk on my One X, and then I got to play Cyberpunk on my Series X. Now, on my One X, there was so much freezing. There was like the game would stutter stop itself. It was atrocious, um, and it just was a terrible time. I won't even lie to you. Like it was, I couldn't. The game was unplayable for me for a cool amount of time. Like you were dealing with the. Uh walking into the streets and nothing was there and turning around next thing you know you're getting hit by a semi-truck yeah, bro i bro, was driving on the street and a car spawned on me bro i give up like it was ridiculous um and then i played it on my i actually recently booted it back up on my uh on my series x and uh it's actually not running too bad especially because i know it just got some couple it got like three hot fixes recently so it's running better um i know people say that the, the literally the best version of the console version for cyberpunk is on the series x like even though that like we don't have the like the next gen upgrade um it's it runs better on the series x than it does like on a ps5 which i you know i haven't got to test it out obviously um myself but playing it on my series x i enjoy it um i've been i've been slowly playing more now i've i've, I've officially logged in about 15 hours into the game so i actually feel like i'm actually getting somewhere and the game is starting to get fun with me but i still believe that uh it shouldn't have taken as long as it did for us to like for us to be able to play the game like competently especially for you know console i'm I'm happy that you know everyone who's on pc got to play the game didn't have to experience all the stuff they experienced more power to you guys because that means you guys did enjoy the game for how it's supposed to be yeah and that's great you know but for those people who you know got a console and you know were hoping to play it on their console um it kind of sucks for them and i feel bad because it literally like i know a lot of people will say like oh well you shouldn't have a passion system to play it on and like yeah i get it like you should obviously upgrade when you can but like there's some people out there that just can't upgrade yeah, you can't afford sometimes you just can't afford it and that sucks and i know that's what a lot of game developers have to look into for themselves you know um is you know sometimes you can't just you know scapegoat the other console or scapegoat the other um the other like passions because you know that kind of sets you a bar of uh you know these are companies still trying to make money you know what i'm saying and you know you have to make a decision is is your game up to par for you to be able to sell on both like both pars on both ends of the stick or can you can you risk losing you know half of your audience for the one set of audience who are probably going to play the game later on it right. just depends see um, uh, like my my take on it is and this goes to something we were talking about the other night uh about betas oh yeah so, I feel like if that game, because I feel like all of 2020, they were keeping that game, like, in the back of our mind, but they were doing a lot of promos for it. Yeah. How different do you think the game would have been if, at the end of 2019, or early 2020, they decided to take it old school from, like, the Xbox 360 days and drop a beta for the game? Like a little demo? Like a little, like a little demo. Like Give a little... us 60 hours to play the game. I wouldn't even say 60 hours. I say give us, like... Not even... Okay, yeah, not even 60 that's hours. That's give, 60 us, hours. Give, us, give, give us, like... Ten, give us five to ten quests. Uh, yeah. I say give us, like... I say give us, like, two hours, three hours worth of gameplay. Yeah. You know? 
like no no like no realistic story nothing that's important like nothing that's really gonna like affect us like feel like we're gonna ruin story throw us into the game give us one quest but give us like a handful of the side quests that are on the map let yeah. us explore one region one section yeah. of the map i see that yeah i feel like if they could have did that and i know it's really hard obviously now for them i don't know why but i i'm, I'm not a game developer obviously if there are any game developers to know why it's difficult for them to do that Please let me know. I'd love to know. You know, hit my DMs. You know, <laughs> and let me know. I'd love to know. But like, no, I think if they would have took it old school, you know, obviously, and like kind of dropped a little demo, maybe like I said, like a two to you know two to four hour demo for us to kind of try some things out and just kind of let us know like how the game is running in that section. Um, it would been great, you know. But obviously, they also could have polished. They could have easily polished that two to four hour demo and said, "Here you guys go." And we could have easily looked at the game and said. Oh, it's phenomenal, and then we get the rest of the game, and we're in the same same boat that yeah. we're in now. So it just, de I guess, it just depends on how a developer team wants to do their thing and how they want to set that up. Um, and See, I feel like they were, I feel like they were rushed into it. I feel like they were honestly rushed. They've been they've been hyping us for the cyberpunk game since they announced it in E three, right? Right. That was their first announcement for it, but there were like little leaks about it before that. Yeah. So they gave us. The potential. They even got Keanu freaking Reeves to play like the main. What well, I, I haven't gone through the game very much. Is he a protagonist or antagonist? Uh, I think he's like that middle ground. He's like I. Uh, I don't really consider him a like. A, I don't consider him a protagonist. I don't consider him an antagonist either. He's kind of like that guy who kind of starts everything up for your character. Right. So like, I'm. I'm not trying to ruin any story, but obviously, like, you know, I mean, if you if you haven't beaten the story by now. Especially if some you're a PC player. Some people haven't. Yeah, I mean, I know I haven't. <laughs> some I haven't. Have I have, like, 15 hours in the game, like you said, but yeah. I've done, like, maybe 10 total story quests. No, see, that's, like, that's, you know, playing the game, no, he kind of, he's more just kind of, like, he's he's that terrorist. He's basically just a big terrorist is what it is for everyone else, which is All right, great. John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stay doing your, 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 your films, you know? Yeah. It's, but, um... So, yeah, I feel like, because coming from PC... I haven't experienced those issues. I had that one beginning issue where, like, I got stuck into the hacking mode and slowed everything down. But I haven't experienced many issues for it. So, in my opinion, and this goes to the conversation we had the other day. Right. Betas, man. Betas? Betas need to... I feel like betas need to make a comeback. I mean, we get betas, but are they actually betas? I, if they drop a okay, month before the game so, releases? Uh, Call of Duty is a prime example of that. Call obviously. of Duty has always been an example um, of that. <laughs> uh, I think, I, obviously, there's there's alphas and then there's betas, right? And I think that, like, beta, like the, I think, in my opinion, if you drop, like, a beta before, the, like, a month before the game comes out, I think that's a demo. That's a tech demo, a test demo. That's, like, you test stress testing your servers, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But if you're giving me a beta, a beta is something so we can kind of see what's wrong with the game and you still have time to adjust it fix it and, and change things in code because i already know like i do know one thing like for development like if something's wrong in the game code you have to go back and readjust the entire code like you have to redo that code again yeah and i know it's really hard to do that unless there's certain things that like, you can obviously have subpar pieces and switch out you know that's the thing but like it, it's a hard thing but like giving us i i'm really tired of getting betas and it's basically like our it feels like our feedback isn't taken into account at all besides like Obviously, Call of Duty is one of those examples, like, all we got fixed was guns, right? But there was a lot of other gameplay mechanics that people felt, like, needed to be changed. Um, obviously, me playing the game right now, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I don't think there's really too much wrong with it. But, obviously, there's other people who 
with you know would argue with me and tell me that there's like a crap ton of stuff who <laughs> you know right. it's terribly done with the I game. mean I'm one of those people I have nothing good to say about Call of Duty no matter what they change it's <laughs> uh Black Ops 2 was my last good one we all know the story what happened with that yeah we can't we can't bring it up but we know the story we'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, have to talk about that some other time <laughs> um but um yeah I think I think betas like they should be the complete game the game should be done betas drop we play the game and they fix what's wrong with it yeah. that's how it used to be the game would drop and the game's basically done how many betas that we used to play from the past where we played the game and there was almost no difference from when the game released to the beta that we played except maybe a couple bug fixes so you know i you know i don't i can only take questions but like you know, there was a question that obviously we 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 were gonna use, but I feel like we should bring it up to this conversation of talk about Cyberpunk. Not like, do you feel like that leads into the idea of like, should a game come out, like when it's like how Cyberpunk is, right? Drop the game how it is, or should a game be delayed and keep it delayed until they're actually done with the game? Right. What are your thoughts on that? I'm cool with delays. I am cool with delays because if especially if it's like a triple A title or if it's a big game that you're excited for, like uh, RDR two, we dealt with what maybe one or two delays with that game. Right. I was cool with that because it had been at that point it came out what 2018, 2017. I think so. Yeah. It had been seven to eight years since the last Red Dead Redemption, and it had been four years since the last. Uh, what is that? A uh, Rockstar game. The big, big Rockstar game. Right. Being GTA Five, which I don't know how it's still going. Oh, that game is crazy right now. They're doing they so need much. to come out with the GTA Six. They're doing man. so much for that game right now. It's crazy. Yeah, I um, hopped on it the other day. I actually played it because I was like, I want to see what's going on here. There's a lot. There's a lot. It's, yeah, I hopped in and I got killed by somebody on those uh, <laughs> motor scooters, and then I closed the game and I was like, Yep, it's the same old GTA from 2013. <laughs> it's crazy honestly um but um the delay thing like i'm cool with it i think just don't I, keep us waiting too long yeah i so i think that's like the kicker right like how long is too long and how and what is what's your embargo like not embargo what's what's your point of like all right yo this is taking way too long to fix or when is it when you go out and tell the public i right, look this can't be done you know what i'm saying like outriders comes out uh, it got pushed back. Outriders is a game I've been looking forward to. It's another. It's not a looter shooter, but it's a full game. But it's basically in the looter shooter aspect, right? And it come. It's supposed to come out uh, February first, and now it got pushed back to like March. I think it's like March twenty eighth or like March, April, May, May, May twenty eighth. It got pushed back to May, which isn't bad. I'm I'm not mad about it being pushed back because we get a we get a beta, an actual not even a beta. It's like a demo tech test, and we get to play the game. And, and transfer that character over on the 25th of February but like uh, and I'll talk more about that come February <laughs> um, but like There's something to talk about then <laughs> exactly um, but like that game got delayed because they just felt like the game need, needed some more time in the oven and I feel like that's a big thing for me like I feel like if the company understands that the game needs more time in the oven that's fine but more they really need to look at how long more time in the oven or uh, more time to be warmed up on the oh, KFC uh, console oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> I get chicken grease on my motherboard. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, if it gets on your motherboard, at least the motherboard will be hot, and then you can just recook it again. <laughs> I hear. Um, I hear. 
<laughs> so yeah, delays and everything. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that if you're gonna delay it, keep on going, or do you let the pressure get to you? You drop an unready game, and then a month later, you see PS4 taking down their games, Xbox taking down your game, PC hasn't done it, and then you go out and apologize for it. Because you know the uh, the cyberpunk uh, producers and everything, they uh, they went out and apologized for the game. Yeah, I I watched the other day. I actually sat down and watched the whole thing, and like, obviously, he looked very, he looked very upset. Like you could tell that like they looked like he he looked like he was very much like why did this happen? Why yeah. did this go the way it did? And I feel like in that situation, like, I'm happy you came out and apologized, but it's still like I'm glad that he's not blaming the team for like the final decisions of letting that game dropped out but i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna steer here and say it, it like there wasn't some part of the games that the team probably didn't agree on fully and that obviously is a conversation that needs to happen and they need to realize like hey this is where we're at this is what we're doing so how it's gonna go and how we're gonna go over it and i feel like when you're not going over those things or looking at those things then how do you know you know what's what's the good part and what's the bad part you know and i feel like him apologizing cool I'm great. I'm glad we got to see a roadmap too of what's going to happen, but that's like th that roadmap is going to take as long as it took for them to get the Witcher 3 up to par. Like we talk about how Witcher 3 is a great game and an amazing game, but like Cyberpunk is no like uh, CD Projekt Red is known for dropping unoptimized games and in tr and in fixing them over a course of the year. You know, Cyberpunk just took the, the bigger the bigger hilt of the bigger like uh, like blunt of the sword basically this time yeah. around because this was the most anticipated game of the year basically yeah and i mean besides cyberpunk nothing there were no big titles no games to release no no real games dropped in 2020 because you, you can argue you can argue call of duty but that that's a yearly drop that we expect no we're talking big name we're talking like big games that people were like something something to innovate the next gen right yeah like something that like e3 because e3 I mean, always has that game Yep. And Cyberpunk was that game. Yeah, it was. And I feel like, like the for the apology, like thank you, obviously, right? Like I want to thank him for apologizing to us. But like, I can tell you that probably ninety percent of the community, or like sixty percent of the community, maybe I don't know, it's a big jump. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you might be right You're yeah, in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the, I know the community isn't happy about that. The community isn't happy that you just went out and apologized. Like you know, they're facing lawsuits right now. They're going to do all this stuff. So you know. For all we know, that apology is part of the lawsuit, you know? Yeah. For all we know. Yeah, they, they, and, they were told to go out there and do that. You know, and that's, you know, how I see it. Um, hopefully, you know, obviously, I'm hoping to see what this next-gen version of the game comes out for the Xbox. We can definitely, so I can definitely, like, play the game fully. I think I might take a break from playing the game and... Uh, let it let refresh it itself? Yeah, let yeah. It cook. And then I think I might come back when the next-gen version comes, and I'm going to play like it's a brand-new game and be happy about it. Right. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, and I'm fine with that. I did it with Skyrim. <laughs> like I played, I when Special Edition came out for Skyrim when I dropped on the Xbox, I like replayed through Skyrim like a madman. So I'm right. not gonna, I, I, I'm not, I'm no stranger to going back and playing games. So, um, see that's that's my biggest problem. Like I have to play it now, otherwise I'll forget about it. Because <laughs> I don't know how many games for the Xbox that I got. It's Tom Clancy, everything Tom Clancy that came out, everything. Uh, I, I got all the Far Cries. I got them all on sale for like 60 bucks. You know how great it was to get like six to seven uh, Far Cries for 60 bucks? 
that's like three hundred dollars worth of games. Yeah. And I got it for sixty bucks on sale. Yeah. I haven't played them. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! So my thing, like, I have to play it now, otherwise I won't get back to it. And I'm fortunate enough again to be on the PC that I don't have to deal with like the problems that are going on with it. Mm -hmm. And I can enjoy the game to its fullest, but I have to like force myself to sit here and enjoy the game because you know I'm a big multiplayer guy. Yeah. I like playing games with friends. I'm big on Tarkov right now, I'm big on Apex right now. So it's hard for me to be like, all right, let's go sit down and play a single player game. Yeah, and I honestly this last uh, couple weeks I've taken the time to kind of sit down and play some single player games, some games that I need to play locally or I can play single player and I I've been, I've been enjoying them. Honestly, like, there's a couple of uh, roguelike co-op, uh, co like couch co-op games that kind of right. I want to bring to you. So couch co-op games, that would be fun. It'd, it'd be great. Last yeah. couch co-op game I think we played together was, was Castle, Castle Crash Crashers. Yeah, that, yeah. Castle Crashers was, great. that was fun. That was a game that we random. <laughs> that was a game we randomly stumbled upon one night when we were looking for games to play. Yeah. We saw Castle Crashers and we, all, and we, we were all, like, we all had sure. Like, we all had like, what, some, like, we had like $25 in gift cards for Microsoft and we just said that, you know, we should pick up a game and that was, that, that was, was the one that stood out. Yeah. We just needed something, we needed something, we needed a co-op game. We needed a cooperative online game and that's what we wanted and we got that and we realized it was helped co-op and so we, it became a point where we played that game on and off too. But, um, so, Gonna gonna kind of transition this into the next topic. Going out and apologizing about your game, releasing a game that's unready, or releasing a console, or saying that you're gonna release a console. Oh, oh no. You know what I'm talking about. What happened? You know, you know what I'm talking about. I know what happened. You don't know what you're talking. Okay. PS Five. Okay. They announced a black version, which. It, <laughs> I'm biased to this because my first PlayStation was the uh, Geyser White Destiny 1 edition. <laughs> you did have a Geyser White. Destiny. That was my first PlayStation. I, I love white consoles. I did, I did see that the, like, the black PlayStation 5 had like the OG PlayStation 2 symbol on it. And I thought, yeah. yo, that's that's. That's lit. That's like some. That's like some Easter egg. Like, hey, okay, Sony, I see you. Like, I see yeah. you. Like, you're kicking it old school. <laughs> you're you're combining everything. You're doing some nice viewpoint. Um, no, but what happened? What happened with it? So they had the PS5 black announced, mm -hmm. and again, I just gotta say, I I don't care for black consoles. I don't care for my Xbox because it's black. I don't care for. I I like the white consoles. It, they just look clean. I feel it. They look clean. Like, look at the PC. My PC down here, it's white. It, it's clean. I just think it looks cool. Do you think it's enough to give uh, the producers and the people that are announcing it death threats? No. I Okay, look. I, hey, look. That's the look. biggest thing that I saw is <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they, they canceled it. Because I think there were some delays that were going on. Mm-hmm. No, okay, so it says that they, the main reason they canceled it is because they were, the staff was receiving credible threats to their safety. Now, that doesn't mean death threats. I maybe went a little bit too far with that one. But, I mean, we know. We know how yeah, it is probably, sometimes. There's probably, yeah. probably a couple death threats. Um, I personally don't think that's right. Like, I, I, okay, look. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a person of, of like, I, I like the black consoles as well. You know, I think, I like, I like black consoles. I like how they look. I like how they come along. I like how it gets preferable of what's happening. And I feel like, you know, it comes off pretty well. And so, like, I like those colors. But for them to kind of be like, 
you know, it's kind of weird. Like, you want to know why they were receiving those threats. Like, why why is it bad? Why, why were they receiving credible threats to their safety over a black PS5? Like, that sounds kind of sus. <laughs> a little bit. It sounds kind of sus. I'm just saying that sounded kind of sus. So um, what does it say here? It says that the, the threats have reportedly come from a problem with orders and faults with the company website. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. So, they were, like, they were having problems ordering it? that what it was? I mean, they're probably having problems ordering any PlayStation 5, so... Well, I mean, between that and, uh, uh, have you heard any rumors or anything about, uh, about FedEx drivers or Amazon drivers or anything like that, uh, like hopping over and taking some packages? Hey, look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me say, let me say. Um, no, I, I think it's disrespectful. Like, there's people who are legitimate, like, there's people out there who are literally following drivers, you know, and taking people's consoles. There are people who are literally, like, there are little FedEx drivers or UPS drivers too, like, mostly UPS drivers from what I heard, but there's FedEx, UPS, any, any, like, there are some people who are literally, like, they're taking consoles, and I think that's, like, like, realistically, you need to get fired, my guy, like, yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's disrespectful, and that's ruining a lot of stuff for other people, and that's not cool, not at all, and it doesn't help with anything, and I don't think that's all right at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean... Again, I wasn't too excited about the PS5 Black. I'm not excited about PS5. I'm, I obviously got my PC, so everything's like crystal with that. I'm, I'm a child. I want, I want all. I want all. <laughs> I want, I want them all. Bro. I want a PlayStation 5. Oh, one day in the future, man. Just I want a all PC, the consoles. All the consoles. I want the Xbox. I want a Switch. I have a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I was switching an Xbox, and I want a PC and a PlayStation 5. But you know, money is a thing. You know, you gotta, you gotta take your time, do some stuff on it. You gotta take your time and look at it. So, you know. Right. But uh, you know we're about to you know we're hitting the the fifty minutes. Yeah, fifty mark. minutes, man. That was mini mark. That's crazy. Um, it doesn't even feel like we've been sitting out talking that long, right? So we got some we got some questions. We got some questions from you guys. Like I know, okay, obviously we know it's the first one, but you know we went out and asked people. You know, if you know you guys got any questions for us, obviously for the first podcast, you know, you know give us some questions. You know, something to you know answer, maybe you know we give you guys our thoughts on it. You know, and see how it goes. So um, what do you got? What do you got, Zerges? Alright, so I got some people ask me, you know, are sequels better than the originals? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? I think it depends on the game. What would you be... Well, I, mm, I think Watch Dogs 2 is a better game than... I think Watch Dogs 2 is a better game than Watch Dogs 1. See, I wasn't a big fan of the Watch Dogs. I, I played them, but, like, I only played, like, the opening mission. Right. I, um, I don't know. Like I said, I think it depends on the game. It depends on, uh, depends on what the second one has to offer. Because, like, you could take Halo and Gears of War, for example. Right. Halo 2 is the better game. Better than Halo 1. Yeah. Halo 1 started the story, but Halo 2 yeah. kept it going pushed it it pushed it to a difference so i feel like i feel like sequels can be better um if they do it right if they do it right but i think there are some sequels that i think just fall too short yeah and i and i so i i guess it's a 50 50 on that question i think it's based off of preference and based off of certain games that's that's my mindset on that i think it also depends on the gap between when they release how long yeah because like red dead redemption and red dead redemption 2 
it's hard to compare those two games. I think they're two different games almost. They like, are two like, different games because like one of them came out when open world games were small maps. Right. You hop in the Red Dead Redemption 2 and you feel like you're in a map that's like takes hours to get across when in all reality you've just been going for like five minutes. Right. But five minutes just trawling around in the game feels like an hour. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so I'm looking... Um, you know, you know. Also, another crazy thing is so another question I got. Another question I got was, uh, do do graphics make a good game? Graphics equal a good game? Yes and no. Cause I don't know. I I feel like there's more that goes into a game than just the graphics. We're obviously in a time where graphics are everything. Right. But you gotta think about indie games. Some indie games, they're they're battle block theater, you know. Yeah. But they're fun. Yeah. I, I think to make just an all around well game, the graphics are a key part. If they're triple A titles, so like Halo, Cyberpunk, Red Dead Redemption, triple like A studios yeah. who are known to like you got all this you got all this crazy stuff in their engine like graphics. Like there, there's no, there's no reason for them to be a lower rated like, yeah. st like art style. Basically. Like like AAA games, like they're we're in a generation now where they're trying to make it more like a movie title. Yeah, they want true. it to look like it's a like, like an a film. animated film. Yeah, I can see that. I, and I don't think that 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 equals a good game. I think it's a big part, especially if it's like a big title game like Halo or something like that. But I, I think there's more than just graphics that make a good game. Yeah. Um, a um, couple questions from my end. Uh, we're both big Apex players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have you heard the possibility of New Legends? Heard anything about, like, buffs or debuffs or anything going on to the game? So, obviously, like, I do my research from time to time, but, uh, and obviously, I don't do leaks. That's, like, my big thing for, like, certain games. I don't do leaks because 90% of the time we get leaks and then something else doesn't happen. You know, like, when there was a leak for, what was his name, uh, the big buff dude from Apex, like when he got killed, like on stream, and they gave us a remnant, and no one expected remnant. Ah, right, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, like that wasn't the character I was expecting. See, that that was a time where I was taking a break from Apex. Yeah. So I, I wasn't there for uh, Revenant's release or um, uh, who's the dude with the drone? Oh, crypto. Uh, crypto. I wasn't there for crypto's release, and I wasn't there for um, Rampart. Rampart's really Rampart, Revenant, and uh, Crypto. Crypto. I wasn't there for them. I wasn't playing Apex. That's crazy. Um, no, I like so obviously like I know there's some buffs coming. I know a lot of people are super mad about Caustic's uh, gas getting knocked down to twenty. <laughs> I know. Oh, you know how many times I've been killed by him in the past like three games that I've played. I mean, Caustic's just a goon. Caustic's just always been powerful. Along with Big Boy Gibby, so. <laughs> Gibby's a problem. Gibby, Gibby needs to be put in the box. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I haven't read anything on Apex. It's just uh, everything's like leaks and rumors and everything right now, and it could be true. I mean, I'd be cool with a new champion, a new legend. I mean, there's always gonna be a new legend. There's always season. gonna be a new one. So I'm ready for um, that. One thing that I was reading was uh, Horizon. Uh, she was getting a, a little bit of a debuff. Yeah, I heard. I mean, she's a you know the vertical warrior right now, bro. She she gets in the air and she just takes lives. We so. haven't seen vertical ability like that since Octane. 
<laughs> he's sitting there running up on an octane next thing you know he's jumping up around you behind you and yeah, everything fucking jump pad and everything bro because it's crazy um i have another question which is kind of goes with the entire like topic about the good graphics and all that stuff what do you think the uh the current state of gaming is like it's just gonna take forever in my life uh i think the current state of gaming currently right now um Currently, the state of like the current state of gaming to me right now, I think it's in a very uh, standstill point of life. Like I think it's doing a lot of, I think it's doing a lot of right, but I also think it's doing a lot of wrong. Like I think like obviously we, a big conversation like last year and a year before that was microtransactions, right? Like how do we feel about microtransactions? Man, and a lot of people like looked at microtransactions like, oh, these are cool, but why? You know, and then we had the loot box fiasco and everything like that. Like. I don't mind microtransactions, but I don't think they need to be in the game where they're, you're basically building the game around it. Like, if it's a free-to-play game, I understand microtransactions a free-to-play game because that's how you make your that's money. That's how you make your money. That's how you yeah. make your money. But when you're That's how you a, give us those updates and new seasons and yeah, everything. Exactly. Like Fortnite. Exactly. Apex is a big example of that, too. But when you got AAA titles like you know, Star Wars Battlefront 2, obviously, was a big example when that game dropped, you know. Battlefront 1 was so bad with microtransactions. Yeah, like, you couldn't play the game without microtransactions. It's like, you basically, every time you played the game, like, if you weren't spending $20, you didn't have to get stuff in the game, and that's a terrible feeling, you know? And I feel like, currently, right now, in the state of gaming, we're now in a different situation where now we're looking at games not coming out ready, yeah. you know? They're coming out half-baked. We have games that are coming out, and they're not ready, they're not, you know, you know, ready to be played. They're freezing. They're causing a whole bunch of problems. People's consoles, people's PCs, things are getting bricked. Like yeah. it's crazy, and I feel like like the city gaming is in that bad position because they're dropping really bad games, triple A wise. But then you have, you know, you, know, you have the best years of lives. People dropping indie games. Among Us dropped two years ago. Just came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. You know, even it dropped two years ago, but this game has been making a storm because somebody picked it up, started playing it on on Twitch. You know, and people have been loving it together. You know, Hades dropped last year, and it's an, an amazing Rolex. Shout out Super Giant Games, and they they do amazing stuff. Um, so like another game like these, you know, these uh, lower end games, these indie games are making Stevie. Bless oh you. God, I'm only doing one take. <laughs> um. It's just like, you know, you have Hades is a decent game that came out too, and it's amazing, you know, and you have all these indie games that are doing amazing stuff, but you have so many AAA games that are falling so short, and so I feel like, like for the state of gaming, we're innovating, but we're also like slightly backtracking at right. the same time, and I feel like you're, you're making it now more cost effective, or cost, cost heavy, and I'm not saying that's a problem, but it... it for a consumer base, it's a problem for consumers. It's not a problem for businesses. Businesses need to make their money and obviously do what they think. So I understand it from a business standpoint. You gotta make your money somehow, right? Especially but, in the last year. Yeah, especially since last year, they took a lot of people took a lot of dips in their in their economy. But everybody also, took a dip. <laughs> but that's also like the same thing with, you know, trying to buy games. You know, they you know they talked about dropping, you know, making games at a seventy dollar price tag, you know, and we think and people think that that's okay because everyone's like, oh well, that's how they're gonna make their money. But it's not alright. It's yeah. not safe. It's not not safe, but like it's not okay for people like because not everyone's gonna be able to afford that. But then that's why like like for me, like I have Xbox. Having Game Pass is an amazing thing. Yeah, and especially when thing. they drop like the big titles like Halo on there and Gears of War on there, you get five hundred, six hundred dollars worth of games right there for what forty dollars a month. Fifteen bucks a month. Fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, I, I don't know why I got forty. I guess I'm going with the uh, 
the new cards that you got to get to pay for online. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't like it. It's a little expensive. A little expensive, but then it's worth it. it, it I'd rather spend 15 bucks a month. Same thing like if you were like having a WoW subscription or anything like that. You know, you spend 15 bucks a month yeah. to play the game you want to play. Even Elder know. Scrolls had that subscription. Yeah, ESO had it for a cool amount of time. So kind of like a free ball question with that to go with the current state. Do you think because we're at such a like a standstill with games, that's why we're seeing like, it seems like every month last year, a new game was popping up. Right. Among Us was there. And then out of nowhere, Fall Guys came in. Right. And then Phasmophobia came in. Right. And I, I haven't been up with what's, like, new going on right now because I've been uh, with Tarkov and Rust. Apex and Everyone's all. Rust. Rust. Rust, Rust, Rust. Everyone went back to Rust and playing Rust again. So do you think because we're at that standstill, that's why we're seeing, like, every month it seems like a different game is just taking, taking the... The strap. I mean, I feel like a lot, I think there's not enough games coming out in the cycle. Like normally, normally we have a game coming out every month and we're excited, or there's two or three games coming out a month and people are ready, or we have a cycle where people are playing games for a short amount of time. I feel like 2020 because of COVID obviously halted a lot of game development and halted a lot of things. P gamers are not having enough games that they want to play, like newer games, and so they're reverting back to finding games to play things online, to play with their friends, or play to show people to stream. And it's at this point where the game, like I said, like the state of gaming is very, like very stale. Yeah. But it's not like it's not still. It's not like it's not fun. But I, I notice myself, right? Like I'm getting on the game and I'm only playing a certain amount of games I'm playing, and I'm either having fun for six hours or I get on and I'm not enjoying myself at all for the day, and it kind of sucks because I, like, I want something different. I really want to play some different. So like, I'm hoping like here's the 2021. You know, hoping that you know. Like obviously, COVID's not gonna go away. We still got a lot of time on it, but hope here's the hoping that we can get better work conditions for them, and they can make better. They have games drop a little bit better, and they can make these games in a better time frame. And we get these games at a reasonable time instead of basically getting delay after delay. And obviously, it's already kind of nerve wracking now, right? Because we've already had like four, three to four years been delayed already in the start of the month of January. So we'll see what happens. You know? Right. Um. There's a couple more questions here before we wrap this up, yeah? Yeah, a couple more. So, we are both Xbox children. I mean, I'm a Nintendo. Don't get me. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, but I mean, like... Uh, currently, yes. Yeah, currently we have Xboxes, yes. We're both we're we're both Xbox children. Xbox 360 we've been playing ever since yeah. we know each other. I've been on the Xbox since PlayStation 2 went out of style. Yep. Do you think there is still a necessity, or do you think there ever was a necessity to the uh, quote-unquote console wars? No. I think console wars, and a decent amount, and that's just a big opinion, right? I think console wars are stupid. I think console wars is literally just a big exclusivity thing to help, like, obviously name brands get their names about what games can sell for more. Like, I don't think people realize that if you put a game on both like on all three platforms or all four platforms unless the, obviously the platform can't hold it or can't tie to it um you make more money because that game is on all sets of platforms yeah you know so what's the what's the what's the point of taking that budget cut besides obviously you getting a, a brand deal right exclusivity deal yeah you know are you making a big bag off of that exclusivity deal and if you're not 
you know, like it's kind of like why, like right now, like we have timed exclusives, like why that time exclusive thing is a big thing, where it's like game we get these games a year later onto another console, or like month later in Call of Duty's case, because they're uh, they're what partnered with um, Sony now yeah. for PlayStation. Well, not anymore. Like not even that doesn't even happen anymore. Now everything is oh, all together. Sorry? Yeah, because oh, okay. ever since Modern Warfare, everything drops at the same time. Okay. So. Yeah. See, I never, I never felt the necessity of the of the console wars. Because, I mean, this has always been my opinion on it. Mm -hmm. PlayStation has always brought something different than Xbox. Yeah. We both come from Xbox backgrounds. We've both built teams on Xbox backgrounds. Yeah. In my honest opinion, Xbox has always been the place for your online multiplayer experience. Yeah. And PlayStation has always brought us The Last of Us. Has always brought us uh, Kratos. Beautiful single-player Always Story. brought us those single player experiences. I mean, they were they were the originators of Grand Theft Auto, or not the originators? Oh no, I can say that because they came out on uh, on PlayStation original. Yeah, they did. So the the PlayStation has always been the single player experience. Yeah. Whereas Jack Xbox Dexter, is always yeah, like Ratchet Hoover, and Clank, Sly Cooper, all these good games, all yeah. these good games. Like I'm not a I'm not against. I guess that's why I want to have all my consoles because there are games on PlayStation that I would love to play currently. But oh, I'd love to play Ratchet and Clank on the Xbox. But as a, as a competitor, <laughs> I was playing hardcore like Gears of War competing, Halo competing. Halo, yeah. You know that was just what I did, so I stuck to my Xbox. Even but, Call of Duty is just like, I mean, not so much more anymore than it was in the past. But it's always been like a, it's always been a Xbox like streaming game. Uh, video game, not like video game, but like video game, you know? Because yeah. um, you always look back at like, and this goes how far we've come in YouTube. Remember when YouTube, when you want to look at something, it was montages? Yep. You put montages out? Yeah. It's like, it's so <laughs> rare to see a montage. Like, you still see them, but it's very rare to see them now. If you see, like, um, who are they? Uh, FaZe. FaZe. They're still doing, they still. They have not changed their genre. They have always put out sniping montages they or just Call of Duty they montages. Still do, they, they still, still do, do it. content. They still do content like that. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think they're one of the only ones that still put out montages. Yeah. I don't think any of the other big like Call of Duty uh, or programs or organizations. I don't think they do montages as much as they used to. No, they don't. They're all gameplay or they're all very, exclusive very, to Twitch. There might be a team montage that some other person might have made, but not the yeah. actual org itself. So, no, I think console exclusivity is just stupid to me. I don't think it's good to have. Um, but, I, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think we got one more question. And then we're going we're gonna to do our closing statements and we're going to call it here. Um, so, obviously, you've been gaming for a really long time. So, what is your favorite character from any game and why is it? See, that's such a loaded question. Because <laughs> I have to think about all the games that I've, like, I've played. Right. Obviously, the first choice is going to be Master Chief. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to choose Master Chief. Marcus Phoenix, he could be somebody's favorite second. Yeah. My personal opinion out of Gears of War, I've always liked Dom a little bit better. <laughs> I've always been a Dom guy. I mean, you've you've played the stories with me, and I always said your first controller. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Raspy voice. I don't know. I can't. 
I can't pick just one. Like Master Chief, he he's special for me. I feel like Master Chief is special for me. Ratchet and Clank, they're special for me. Right. So I can't just choose one favorite because I like all of them. Like I'm, every game that I've played, there's always been one character that I like. Hard. Claptrap. <laughs> Claptrap's my favorite person. <laughs> well, he's not even a person; he's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't pick a favorite because they all they all every game that I've played that somebody has stuck out for me. They've stuck out for different reasons. Yeah, I think if I had to act, if I had to pick one character, I think I'm gonna honestly have to go with. Um, I have to go with Dexter from Jack and Dexter. I think that he is like my favorite character. He 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 lives up to time, like the the the, the trial of time, and he just is still funny, no matter what. In yeah. any case, he makes the game play feel amazing when he's talking to you. You make you feel like you're enjoying the story. And I think Dexter just does that for me. In Jack and Dexter, and I think that that's why Dexter's probably my favorite character of any game, honestly. Don't you think it's crazy how, like, each different generation of games that come out, there's always, like, on Xbox and on PlayStation, there's always a battle between two types of characters. Mm -hmm. You have Jack and Dexter battling Ratchet and Clank, and then you have... No, Jack and Dexter's on PlayStation, so... So Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. They, those, those were the two that were headlining that's, that's those true. games. That's true. Then you got Master Chief battling out with Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. And then you got that period there where it was Call of Duty battling Battlefield. It's Call of Duty battling Halo, too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, th th I just think that's crazy how each generation that have come through, there's always been two headliners that are battling each other. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. So, uh... I don't know about you, but I think that calls a pretty good. Uh, I think I think we did pretty, pretty good time here. Yeah, I think we I think we're we're heading out time. So, all right, Cody. I'm scared. I don't know why I called you by government, but okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, right. No. Um, closing statement. We have anything to say to people? Just where to follow us, man. I mean, uh. Once we get everything all sorted out, this is going to be posted up on, what did you say we're going to do? Is we're doing Spotify, uh, yeah. the big one. Spotify, Apple Music. Spotify, Apple Music, and then whatever other uh, streaming platforms I can try to get them on. If you guys have any ideas for, obviously, the next podcast, and you want us to put it on there so you can listen to it. Uh, I'm not doing SoundCloud. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to put it on as many platforms as I can so you guys can hear it. Um, if you guys do enjoy the podcast, you know, remember to go on Apple Music, rate it five stars, pull us up, you know, and just try to get us talking talking more and get, hear us out a little bit um questions we could take uh questions yeah. um you can uh hit me up on anything that says the scurris ttv yeah. um i'm usually always live over there too at twitch so uh yeah twitch tv the scurris ttv yeah and uh do it <laughs> And uh, if you guys want to talk to me, hit me up. You know, my DM is always open. You know, I'm on Twitter all the time. You know, my ad is uh, at Zerges, X-U-R-G-E-S, you know. Zerges, you know, pull up. You know, come talk to me if you got some questions. Leave them in my DMs, post them up. You know, and then uh, the Twitter will go live for the podcast when we're done. But uh, you guys have a good day, and uh, thank you for coming out. It's the final hour podcast. We love you. <laughs>